Obviously, this is an explosive opponent, a good in all three sides of the ball. Uh, Sean does an outstanding job with the offense in terms of using his weapons. They've got a lot of them. They do a great job with utilizing this offensive line to open up you know, run opportunities as well as a play action pass and shots down the field. You know, they do a great job playing with tempo. They do a great job adjusting, you know, play by play as well as within the game schematically. You know, defensively, they've carried out a lot of similarities from last year. I think Raheem's doing a great job. Obviously, there's a lot of continuity with the assistants on that side of the ball. You know, you know, Raheem's done a great job really getting out there, keeping that front really playing aggressive, making plays from the back end. Obviously, they've had a lot of personnel adjustments throughout this season with the back end, but they've done a good job with that. You know, in the kicking game, you know, Joe D, known Joe for a long time, a lot of respect for him. Joe's a very unconventional coach, and I say that with a high compliments. He's very aggressive, creates a lot of multiples, makes you think and plan and communicate, and he's got good players on his team to make a lot of big plays. So that being said, I'll open up to any questions you may have. How's Daniel progressing so far? Yeah, so I'd say he's kind of on track with everything right now. He's with the trainers. He can't walk through or practice or anything with us. Say he's in the meetings. He's participating in that part right there. We'll go through the rest of the week and kind of see where that all leads. If everything does go, you know, and he progresses every day as planned, is being ready for Sunday an option? I would say from all the information we have, yes. If, if he's cleared medically, it would be an option. Yeah. How are your other guys doing, Joe, Saquon, Kenny? Yeah, we're not going to see Saquon or Kenny today. Uh, they'll be with the trainers today. We'll see if that improves as far as going in tomorrow. The other guys will all be you know, active with us in practice as far as moving around. We're going to practice some today. We'll have a better idea probably coming out tomorrow in terms of seeing these guys as some extended movement of what we're going to do. Um, but they'll all be active with us in practice. Joe, does it complicate things for you? If I understand the protocol right, Daniel can't get on the practice field for at least a few more days. Uh, so you got to at least start prep with Mike Glennon. If you have to make a late change, does that complicate things at quarterback? We're fully preparing for both quarterbacks. You know, Mike does a great job every week of coming in, staying ready, preparing. Uh, I have a lot of confidence in Mike. He got in the game last week, did a lot of good things for us. So look, we're just plowing forward. Is Kadarius one of those guys that uh, you mentioned that that'll be out here today? Uh, yes, he will be out here. Uh, Joe, um, one of the um, issues maybe with Daniel I mean, you say he could possibly play on Sunday if everything follows his track, but when can he practice? You know, there, there are certain protocols where he, so he would potentially go into a game with very little practice. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm going to wait on kind of all the deadlines on when he'd be on the field or not based on, you know, when he gets cleared for step-by-step. Step. Right now, you know, he's you know, moving along with the trainers and the medical process. There's a lot of things that go into this in terms of the independent doctors have to also weigh in on decisions. So we just, you know, we're preparing fully with both quarterbacks. Is, is there a... a, a um, um, is it like, is it impossible for him to be on the field like Thursday and Friday? You know what I mean? There's, there's the protocol, I mean, he literally has to wait a certain amount of hours, and that would mean he could not get on. I believe there's an opportunity, but I'm going to wait for the trainers for more direction on that right there. Joe, if he can't practice at all this week, would you play him against the Rams? Uh, that'd be a decision I have to look into in terms of where I think he is physically, mentally for the game. Uh, that'd be something we'd have in consideration right there. So you're not ruling that out? I would not rule that out, no. Joe, you know, look, obviously I know that something's happened. Um, to be completely transparent with you, I haven't read any of that stuff. I haven't kept up on the details of that stuff. Uh, I know there's a lot of things in there that are obviously inappropriate. Um, before I kind of make any specific statements, I haven't done any research on it. We've been kind of buried in, you know, between Dallas and Rams and things of that nature. Uh, I've heard what's going on. You're obviously very conscious of moves that happen within the league in terms of any specifics with it. I don't know the details. So, Coach, when you think of the Rams, you think of Aaron Donald, obviously. He's a guy who could blow up your whole offensive game plan. So how do you neutralize this guy? I think, first off, this guy goes into every game 
and someone's got a plan for him, right? I mean, this guy's always getting double. He's always getting the slide going to him. He's always getting chipped. He's, they've always got a plan for him. What they do a great job with him is they move him around so much, and they find the matchups they want, and they make you, you know, really find him and, you know, adjust your game plan on it. you got to play him with good fundamentals. You have to have multiple plans for him. You can't go in there and just say, we're just going to do this to him. Um, like, this guy's a different type of player. I mean, he's a different type of player. He's extremely strong. He's extremely fast. He's very, very active. He's a very high motor. He's got great instincts. You watch the way him and Floyd and the others really play off each other in the pass rush, you know, through the middle, off the edge. Uh, look, this guy's an issue. And point blank, this guy's an issue. He's one of the best players to play to the National Football League and, you know, you name the amount of years and he's in that category. So in terms of how to deal with them, uh, obviously there'll be some things in the game plan that we're going to go ahead through the week and see how they fit us and what we do with them. I think the biggest thing with him is when you get into the game, being flexible enough to change your plan based on what they're doing with them. So you got to have some multiples within your game plan and also be, you know, you can't lock your knees on what you're looking to do. Joe, you know how hard Saquon worked to get back. Have you talked to him just as a, as a human as much as as a player about now having another setback that may or may not cost him a couple of weeks, a few weeks? Yeah, I think the thing with all of our players, but look, specifically talking about Saquon, I mean, how hard he's worked to get back, the progress he was making, obviously, uh, I'm not going to speak for him. I think for all of us, you can just tell that, hey, it's tough on a guy that when he's worked so hard to get back and put himself in position, you know, it's really helping the team that you have a setback like this. It's obviously frustrating. Um, the biggest thing for him right now is just work on getting healthy. You know, we'll see what that timetable looks like as we get going. And uh, you know, we want to keep him as involved with our team as possible, whether that means this week or next week, whatever it means. We'll have to see as that gets going. But like, he's done a great job of coming in, staying positive, being prepared, you know, doing all things for the team he needs to do. And that's really the focus right now is just stay mentally engaged and physically get healthy. And that's the same focus for any player with injury. Whenever you don't have him, what do you lose? Well, I think it's important we understand that every player on the roster, you know, is responsible to be ready to play and be productive. Now, specifically about Saquon, I'm not going to go ahead and brush him off that he's not an impact player on the team, okay? So you lose a lot of leadership, but that comes from everyone on the team, so we've got to step up in that regard. You can talk about the multiples he gives you on offense in terms of a receiver and a runner. Obviously, the way different defenses have to plan and prepare for him. But again, that's our job as coaches and players to step up and make sure that we make the plays that are presented to us right there in the situation. So I have confidence in everybody on our roster. It's our job to be prepared. We always talk about the next man up philosophy. That's, that's what we are here. Uh, we don't want to lose any player to injury. You especially hate seeing anybody who's worked you know, hard coming off a previous injury to have a setback. But that's sometimes the nature of it. Uh, doesn't make it easy for anybody. Joe, um, when you have a bunch of players on a team that have lost a lot, you know, the record is, um, you as a coach, do you look for certain things, certain signs to see, you know, are they accepting it? Are they not accepting it? Are they fighting it? You know, because it can become a habit. I always look at how they prepare. That to me is what I look for. How do you come in the meetings? How focused are you? What kind of mental intensity you have in the meetings? What kind of communication we have? And then when we practice, how are you practicing? To me, it's all about actions. Guys can come in, they can, you know, sing a good song, and they can, you know, whistle by the graveyard and all that kind of stuff. But when you, when you come to work, how intent are you in getting better, and how intent are you going to practice on the field? That, that to me, is self-centered. You, you can tell me anything you want in a meeting. It doesn't really matter what you tell me. I just want to know, what am I seeing in your actions? Have I seen any signs? No, I've seen our guys come in and prepare hard and work hard on the field, and that's what we're looking forward to doing today again. Yeah. Daniel walking outside. What what can he do? He can walk. <laughs> like is he, right, does right he work? Does he, does he work on the side? Can we... He can just observe today. Right now he can just observe. He's in meetings. He can participate in meetings. He can be out here practice, watch, stand behind things of that nature. That's all he can do. Right He's got now. his pads. Hey, 
reports that the league is not going to suspend Tony for his actions. Can you say it again? There have been reports that the league is not going to suspend Tony for his actions this past weekend. If that is true, have you heard it? And and how are you making a decision on I've heard nothing official from the league on anything. Um, I've addressed earlier, like, you know, obviously there's discipline in, inside, and I'll handle discipline in-house. Joe, under normal circumstances, would you hear? I'm sorry. Go ahead. If they were making a decision to suspend a player, would you hear of that decision by now? I can't exactly leave that timetable, to be honest with you. We haven't had to deal with that, so I don't always know the exact how fast it's going to come down the pipe. Rectify the idea that you make guys run laps if they drop a snap or if they, you know, commit, you know, a training camp faux pas on the field, a physical thing, but not suspending or not disciplining a guy who throws a punch. Yeah, I don't know why I would say there's no discipline. That has nothing to do with the equation right here. Just because something's not out in public for me to go ahead and say, look at me, look what I'm doing, that has nothing to do with what we're doing in-house. So I, I don't do anything with the players for external approval. Everything we do is a purpose, and I'm very intent on explaining that purpose to everybody on the team. And I just keep it, I just keep it in-house. There's, there's a lot of business that has to stay between us, and I understand there's an external factor. All right, it's an entertainment business. Obviously, the media engagement, there's a lot of things, but I don't, I don't do things for external approval. Sitting him on Sunday for first quarter the first half. I'm not going to go into hypotheticals right now, Jordan, so I'm going to handle everything in-house, and we'll deal with that internally. Two more questions. When you, when you say that you're preparing both quarterbacks uh, for Sunday, how much does the game plan change if it's Mike? Like, do you have to simplify things? Are you saying he's not intelligent? <laughs> I'm saying he's not been in the system as long. No, Mike's a smart quarterback, man. Mike did a good job last week. We, we didn't change anything in the game plan. He went in, we just went ahead and played. And that's what he's here for. His job is to be prepared. He does a good job of being prepared. Uh, I'm very pleased in how this guy works. You know, he uses every rep he gets to maximize and be prepared. So. In terms of is it game plan A, game plan B? No, it's game plan they just go ahead and play.